It's time to watch The Muppet Show with special guest Kay Ballard. Do you love it? Or I do you don't love it. it. I can list it. Can you turn off one of them? Can you yeah. just pull the you string? Want, you want me to do like yeah, that's kill this one? Yeah, that's a little better. bit softer. Yeah, a little softer. But now I feel like you see me in full light. Is that too much? You're fine. I'm fine. You're not dressed like a... Yikes. What a compliment. I don't even know. You're fine. What I'm dressed like. Yeah. I need to get the iPad so I can get the notes. <gasps> It's Kay Ballard, Doug. I know you're looking for it, but I just wanted it's to remind Kay Ballard. you. It's Kay Ballard. I know. I like had her and then a, an ad loaded and I was like, um, oh no. And I clicked her name again and not the fucking episode guide. I'm a mess, man. It's my energy. I'm... I'm you ready, Megan? I'm literally wearing low-cut jeans and Crocs right now. Like, I look... Oh, I have like no makeup And you have on. big glasses on. Glasses on. I literally took my contacts out before I left and I was like, okay, glasses. Okay, okay glasses. <laughs> It's time to watch The Muppets, Megan. And we did. I watched it this morning. When did you watch it? I watched it earlier today. Okay. And, uh... Were you at the beach? I may or may not have been driving. Oh, yeah. Watching it a little bit for some parts. I've done that. But, um... <laughs> this was an interesting episode. You want to just jump into it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, should I, um... Bum, you know, okay, wait. Before you jump in, let's just talk about the opener. So, Wayne and Wanda are definitely in the opener, and I bet you they won't change it, but they won't be included in the Muppets. Yeah, I guess it doesn't matter that they're in the opener opener. I think we did see the last of Wayne and Wanda in the Let It Snow sketch a couple weeks ago. Oh, you... Right? No, didn't... No, I think in the last episode there's a Wayne and Wanda. In the Mum and Chan's episode? Yeah. You think? So that means I, you watched the Mum and Chan's episode? No, if you remember correctly, last week you wrote me the synopsis of it. No, I didn't. I don't read you the synopsis for the next episode until we watch this episode. No, like, but I wanted to know something, and you mm-hmm. were like, oh, spoiler alert. You kind of maybe were in it? You didn't read the synopsis, but you kind of went over what ske- sketches were in it. All right. Listen. Well, I guess we'll see when I go over the synopsis again. <laughs> I'm putting again in quotes. <laughs> Who knows? I could have dumped it. I can, I can tell the... I'm Nostradamus's, like, great, great, great... <laughs> Did you know that? No, I <laughs> didn't. Oh my god! I, I didn't know you had predictive, um, yeah, genes it's, it's, in your timeline. And it's especially when I'm PMSing, mm-hmm. like it's Meg Stradamus. Yeah, I'm Meg Stradamus. Exactly. <laughs> that should be my new. Instagram. I was just gonna say, change your. Did you say Instagram? Yeah. Oh, I thought. For some reason, when you said Instagram, I thought you meant Instant Messenger. Maybe. And I was like, yeah, definitely make that your AIM (laughs) screen name. I'm pretty sure my new Twitter name's going to be Meg Stradamus. Go for it. Yeah. This is the birth of that. Yeah, the birth of it. Okay, so our episode starts off with the country trio performing Roger Miller's In the Summertime. But this not, is really it's cool. Not in the summertime when the yeah, I don't know this in the summertime. <laughs> this in the summertime was written by Roger Miller, who had one of the earliest hits with the song in 1960 under the alternate title "You Don't Want My Love." The song's have legal drink, title, however, is "In the Summertime." Yeah, I don't think it's the same song, right? And it was a hit under that name for Andy Williams. This was a hit for Andy Williams. Can you remind me who Andy Williams yeah. is? Andy Williams is like um. One of those old crooners. Like, I know he's had, <laughs> he had, like, a popular Christmas album. Okay. You want to see a picture of him? He looks like most of those white guys from, like, that era. Well, he's with the Muppets now. 
Yeah, in this picture. Because this is like the Muppet Wikia, mm. so it will relate anything that's clickable to the Muppets. Okay. Back to the episode. Sorry I veered us. Go back. Go back. Go back. Okay. So the country trio performed Roger Miller's In the Summertime. I liked this. This was very stupid. I liked all of the, like, scatting that they did. Yes. That was really stupid. Where I... they're like, scum, 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 Especially scum, the guy, scum, that scum. red-haired guy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. This was definitely different, I think, than any other opener we've seen. Kind yeah. Of like... Like, these are people we've met before. Mm-hmm. They're a band in the show. A lot of the time, the opening act, yeah, is like a kind of a new thing, weird like thing. Like rando. Mm-hmm. But I really actually enjoyed this. It, it's always great to see Jim Henson and his puppet. Mm-hmm. But it was Jim, but Frank Oz was the one, right, who did like the crazy, weird... Th- Frank Oz I think so. sounded like Animal in that scene yeah. a little bit. And then he was kind of like scattily deep. Like, whatever that was. So, after this sketch, we get to, like, the meat of this episode, and this is, like, I really appreciated the of it. this. I love when the episodes feel like an episode of television and not just, like, a lost sketch show. Oh, yeah. You know? Even so, lost sketch shows, you want to be an episode of television. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> come on. Like, be, epi- I don't know. This feels like it should be more episodic yeah. and stuff. So, Floyd comes backstage to tell Kermit that he is Anklin. Kermit protests, but Floyd explains that he just can't take the theme song anymore. Since he has a room for life at home... Wait, I'm sorry. Since he has a room for life at the home for chronically groovy, Floyd feels he cannot play something as embarrassingly square as the Muppet Show theme song. All the other musicians come backstage to reveal that they dislike the theme too. When they ask Animal if he does... Animal says he likes the song until Floyd reminds him that he does not. They agree to stay only until after they performed with the show's guest star, A State of Execution. Kermit reminds me of this character that I saw in the movie Respect last night. And Mark Maron You went to go him. see Respect? and yes. Mar- Of course Maron's in that okay, movie. Okay, I went to go see Respect at the AMC on Route 1. Mm-hmm. No one else was there. Mm-hmm. Lisa and I were the only people in that It's movie a weird there. movie. Not a weird movie, but it's a biopic. So yeah. you don't always get a huge audience to a biopic anyway. I didn't even know this movie opened already. I was so delighted. <coughs> Lisa and I talked through the... We didn't talk through it, but like we uh-huh. like commented and yeah. like, oh, this, this. Well, I appreciated yeah. more, right? Like, so it was more of a We each went to the commentary. bathroom at a squirmy part for us. Mm-hmm. Like a really squirmy part. And <laughs> we ran back, you know? It was really great. It was just the... It was like watching a movie in your living room, but like... In a movie theater. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was good? It was good. It looks good. I watched a video this morning on Twitter, I think, of Jennifer Hudson explaining how she does her Aretha impression, and like her um, singing impression of Aretha, and the difference between her performing and Aretha performing Aretha? in quotes, like, you know, performing through her yeah. kind of thing. Wow. And it was kind of cool. I'll just say she was great, but if we're... If we're getting at that level, mm-hmm. I mean, she was no Jim, you know, Carey in Man on the Moon. Yeah. Where, like, he was Andy. You know, I read a while ago, though, that, like, Aretha Franklin, before she passed, she said that if anyone were to ever play her in anything, it would be Je- it better be Jennifer I'm Hudson. I'm not saying Jennifer Hudson wasn't good, because she was probably one of the best actors in the movie. You know who else is in that movie is Marlon Wayans. And he, really? Yeah, but he always plays those seri- more serious roles. Like, mm-hmm. isn't Damon more into comedy? No, I think it's the other way, in my opinion. Damon, but Marlon I've seen, isn't... play more serious. Really? Yes. 
Which one is in um, the drug movie? Oh, that might be Marlon. Requiem. (laughs) Yeah, that might be Marlon. Dream, yeah. Yeah, that is Marlon. But he was good. I mean, he played the fucking crazy dude and, uh, like, he beat her and stuff like that. Oh, was this, like, a spouse? Ted, yeah. Ted White, I think his name The movie was. was called Respect. Yeah. It was good. Jennifer Hudson was great. I'm just being hard because then it's like you go, you actually listen to Jennifer, um, not Jennifer Hudson, you actually listen to Aretha Franklin do Respect and it's, mm-hmm. it's like she has that rasp to her voice and that like, yeah, you know, but when, uh, when Jennifer Hudson does the Amazing Grace album at the end, I mean like she really does embody. Aretha Franklin yeah. always, Aretha Franklin. like from early, you're right, uh, Marlon was in Requiem. Yeah. Aretha Franklin has like a very, I don't know, like a sexy rasp to her voice yes. when she and she always had it, as far as I know, you and, know. But like learning about her life, I mean, it's crazy. It's so funny because Lisa told me a little bit about the movie. So she was she got pregnant when she was twelve, and then I think again at fourteen. Jesus Christ! Uh huh. And you'll find out like the way it happens, uh-huh. where it's like it's. I can't imagine. It's terrible. It's not what yeah. you would expect. It's basically like I mean, she grew up in like a very wealthy black home in mm-hmm. Detroit. I mean, her dad was the head of a Baptist church. Mm-hmm. He was a preacher. She, I mean, she protest. She sang in Martin Luther King's like rallies and things like that. I mean, it was really beautiful. And I guess her mom was a professional. They don't really go into certain things. So they don't like really go into the backstory of her mom. Yeah. But it was very beautifully artistically done in that way where you know, you learn about it. I would see it. Didn't now, they just do a television series about her too? Aretha? Yeah, I swore they just did a senior, a, a, a season of Genius about her. Wow. Genius is that like uh, television? They did. What's or that? they are? Yeah. It just oh, it's just wrapped. like a. It's so Genius is like a uh, anthology series they do mm-hmm. once a year, and I think they did like Ben Franklin, mm-hmm. not Ben Franklin. Jesus Christ! They did Einstein, Picasso. And then Aretha most recently. Well, it was good. Anyway. It's just very odd that suddenly there'd be two kind of major projects about Aretha Franklin. You know? Mm-hmm. You always have to wonder, like, where the money is coming from. Or, like, mm-hmm. who's it? Like, not that there's anything nefarious going on, but that's how I usually think about, like, why things are happening. Yeah. So <laughs> I remember, like, I don't know, sometimes it happens in movies all the time. Like, with Armageddon and Dante and um, Deep Impact and then... What's the movie? Volcano and Dante's Inferno. Like, these movies just come out side by side, and it's like, this is the same movie. Exactly. Just in two different ways. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it makes you wonder if, like, someone is literally running around to different studios, and they, like, sold the idea here, and then sold a tweak of the nope. idea there. I, do you or, remember you know, like, that movie, The Prestige, came out, and then what was the yeah. other one? The Illuminist or something? Yeah. Or yeah. They're, like, the same synopsis, aren't yes. they? <laughs> yeah. It's, like, very, very odd. that, And that they should both come out, like... The one in months, June and one yeah, in July. Like, months apart. Yeah. They're, and they both released it, like, whenever my grandma could watch them on the TV. <laughs> or not TV, but, like, you know, on uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> She's sitting there watching them on FX and then on TNT, back to back. All right, so now we move on to our guest star, Kay Ballard, as she dances and sings a duet, Oh Babe, What Would You Say? With the giant blue monster, Thog. Wait, I thought he had a different name. Wasn't he in a different sketch and he had a different He name? was in that sketch with, oh my god, who was, he was like in a sketch early on this season where he was like in a cage, right? Um, maybe. What am I thinking of? He was in a cage with, 
Can you imagine if you could remember the episode? Harvey Corman. He was in the circus sketch with Harvey Corman. Oh my god, he I'm got not beat a, to I'm death. cheating. He got beat. Yeah. That was horrible. Yeah, Harvey Corman was playing like a ringling, like a uh you was know his name Thogs in that. Yeah. I didn't think I thought Kay Ballard was like a comedian. Yes, and right? then she sang, but she must be in like singing comedy maybe. She, okay. Kay Ballard was a comedic actress and singer who began her career in vaudeville. Oh, I love that. I love that about Kay Ballard. Because I feel like she didn't do much comedy. She did more musical numbers. And it seems like that's all this show has been given us these last couple episodes is musical numbers. Even with folks who are not... Like Twiggy was all musical numbers in her. Yeah, but she's also a model for a living. So what the hell was she going to do besides sing? <laughs> <laughs> What the hell else was she going to do? Well, she did that poetry thing. That was kind of funny. That was really interesting, too. Like, it was weird. Yeah. <sighs> so, we did the song and dance number with Dog. <laughs> well, Floyd was all like, all right, man, we'll wait until after Kay's big number. But turns out Kay has three big, big quote-unquote, big numbers. So then, yeah, we get back to, like you're saying, we get back to backstage with Floyd Having played for Kay Ballard's number, the band is once again about to leave. Kermit reminds them that Kay has another number, and then the, tells the band that if they agree to stay through the whole show and play the closing theme next week, there could be a brand new theme song. The conductor, Nigel, has even agreed to write the new song. Oh, but he's a square man. This is enough to convince the band to leave for good, as Nigel wrote the first one. <laughs> <laughs> so next we go to our Muppets News Flash for oh my God. what I thought was a very fun bit. Doug. What? I'm sorry. No, what? Just to backtrack. Yeah. In the first sketch with the, not the jug band, but the um, Jim Henson band. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, no, it's with the jug band is what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. So it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> it hasn't happened yet. Go back. You're such a pain. I know, I am. <laughs> Muppets News Flash. The newsman tries to converse with Miss Gretchen Powers, a woman trying to set the world record for a longest sentence ever spoken. It is long. But it is entirely pointless. This reminds me, no offense to my girlfriend, but this reminded me of Lisa. (laughs) Just talking? Just talking. Um, So this past weekend, you and I attended a wedding together of our friend Kelly and Bobby. Congratulations, Kelly and Bobby. And so did you have a great time? I did. Do you know that Bobby's aunt is like a big deal gay icon and activist in California. I read an article in the LA Times about her. I have found out about her and her stature and everything, like, within waves. Like, it comes to me and then I forget all about it and then I'm reminded of it, like, because we helped send out invitations for this thing or that thing. And I'm like, oh, this one's going to Los Angeles. And I was like, oh, Bobby has an aunt who was the first uh, out mayor mayor of West Hollywood. I, like I, and then I go, oh shit, that's so cool. She and saw forget, Lisa and, and wanted again. to introduce herself to Lisa. Yeah, and I was like, yes, my haircut on Lisa is working. <laughs> but um, yeah, and she she talked to us for like a brief minute, but we didn't get to go into it. But Lisa sent me an article on her, mm-hmm. and I was like, dang, because we're thinking of interviewing people. Um, and just kind of collecting, like, an audio archive of certain, like, stories of, like, different lesbians and things like that. Yeah, especially, um, not to, but... No. Interview the elders that you can while they're here. No, that's here, exactly you know, why like, I want to do it. Because, because there's no lesbian culture nowadays. Like, well, yeah. there is, but it's, like, it's very minuscule. It's, like, mm-hmm. not like it used to be. And 
I want to interview these people. Yeah. Like, inspired by Eric Marcus, who wrote this book, um, Making Gay History, and he has a podcast. Uh-huh. But there's – and there's a lot of, like – you know, he basically his gig is that he wrote a book, Making Gay History, and he interviewed all these people that it was because of the AIDS crisis. You know what I mean? So yeah. it was like all the people who helped push gay rights forward and things like that. And he interviewed a lot of people who were dying of mm-hmm. AIDS. He interviewed a lot of other like, you know, lesbians and things like that as well. And uh, like trans women and just like diverse groups of people within the yeah. community and lisa and i really love it and we're like okay we would like to interview you know people we know like yeah. they don't have to be like the most famous but just hearing like people's stories and like how they've dealt with it especially elders yeah and, like someone like that that's a big deal that sounds awesome <laughs> i'm really glad that uh they were able to find each other there you know oh yeah that that's was really so cool neat. but kelly and bobby's wedding was awesome and i had so much fun with you and our friends who were also there yeah that was like a very very long night I ended up pouring Liz into bed basically at one o'clock. And oh, she was shit. like, ugh. It was so funny. Yeah. But uh, it was a really, really fun, really long day. Yeah. And, uh. Well, your wife was in the wedding. Yeah. And you d- attended the pre party and then the after party. Yeah. You know, I only went to the wedding. Uh huh. <laughs> And I was like, well, I was tired that night. I got home and I was ready for bed. Yeah. We danced all night. We just had a good time. Yeah, it was funny because, like, we're, like, dancing and kind of, like, still having a time. Mm-hmm. And then you look around and seats are empty mm-hmm. and folks must have started dropping off and we weren't even noticing, you know? Yeah, but that's like, fine. Yeah. Because we were like, we we're going to, all the fun people, <laughs> all the people who wanted to dance were dancing. It honestly reminded me of my wedding when, like, yeah. all of a sudden we look back and we're like, where did everyone go? And mm-hmm. we're, like, still, you know, dancing, dancing and time. screaming and everything. Celebrate. So then we move on. Oh, my God. Here's a perfect segue, Megan. At the dance. Da-na. Okay, Kermit was in this one. Like, he's normally, like, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, Kermit's in these. And True Piggy. So weird, right? Yes. And so, wait, was Fozzie also in this? Oh, no, that's a later sketch, because there's a sketch later on where there's Fozzie and Piggy, and Frank does both voices. Really? Yeah. Why am I not remembering that? All right. So Janice discusses her family history dating back to the 17th century. Zoot states that his family records... Oh, yeah, can be jam. found in the 19th precinct. <laughs> Kermit and Piggy dance together. Piggy speaks a foreign language. Definitely when Italian. Kermit asks if it's Italian. Piggy tells him it's Pig Latin. And then she laughs hysterically yeah. at herself. Yep. Which was kind of fun. <laughs> oh, wow. Guess what the fucking UK spot was this episode? What was it? UK spot. Pa sings, life gets better, tea just don't Oh, this. Okay. I hated this. It was the jug band, but without the jug band? It was just like the pappy. Okay, but the what I. (laughs) Do you know what I loved about this? Mm -hmm. The leg with the foot. When you see his leg and foot, Mm -hmm. I love that. Is this another weird tapping? Yes, I want to see a Muppet leg and foot. Like when Kermit. Even when Kermit rides the bike. Uh huh. I want to see it. Yeah, because it's not something you get to see all the time. Fun you and want to hilarious. see the full and they look dude, goofy, right? Yeah, yeah, they look goofy as hell. The little feet. This one I loved, and I have a very weird note. But I have personal. to ask you a question about the UK spot. Yeah, what do you remember your favorite UK spot? No, no. Um, oh yeah, the um, I can never remember the Jug Band's full name, but they did. Um, Does your chewing gum lose its flavor? Oh, okay. that one was good. That one was the best one. It's weird how some of these. 
UK spots are, like, so riddled with Americana. Well, you know, they love it. I mean, even the Beatles did that. Like, John Lennon was kind of obsessed with uh-huh. that, like, Ameri- like uh, how about uh, Rock Raccoon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Only to find Gin's Bible. Right? Mm-hmm. So, that's, like, Americana music right yeah. there. That's not, like, British <laughs> Anyway. Yeah, you'd think, well, I guess that is them playing to the audience then, if they're into that. And he was just kind of obsessed with that. I think it was like, it's like how Japanese people love, like, American blue jeans. And, like, rockabilly shit. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, some stereotyping in general. rockabilly shit? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. There's, like, stores in, like, Japantown, where it's, like, rockabilly in the Japan, yeah, Japantown, and it's, like, rockabilly, like, Japanese style, and I've, Mm -hmm. like, seen it before, where, like... Like, pictures of, like, street fashion in Japan, where the guys have that, like, greaser look with slick the slicked back, back hair. Like a, what is that? Like The a, rolled up t-shirt the with the... Br- the comb that's oh, like yeah. a razor switchblade. I'm just going to say crybaby style. Crybaby style. Yeah, crybaby style. All looking for their hatchet face. <laughs> I love that movie. I should make the kids watch that. I have it on Blu-ray. You should definitely ask permission watch on the ps3 yeah probably anyway but (laughs) i measure uk spots on if i look at it and i'm like okay when the fuck is this gonna end Mm -hmm. versus like all right yeah and this was like an all right they tried it at least it wasn't ralph playing the piano i like that the house like came down and stuff i always like when there's a little bit of destruction in of course some of these you know wayne and wanda could have been the uk spot and they could have made a sketch longer and better maybe yeah But I guess Wayne and Wanda's a transition. Yeah. I don't know. What were the commercials like back then? Imagine if we could watch the cadence of TV back (laughs) then. I would love to watch the Muppet show like on someone's old videotape but it's this predates even that right like yeah the only thing I have is that AbFab uh, marathon you could see like the Comedy Central commercials yeah I used to have a lot of like Christmas specials on video <laughs> when I was a kid like you ever seen the Flintstones Christmas oh, yeah. Carol and like weird shit like that like horrible shit that's like lost hey, to time the Flintstones Christmas <laughs> we love the Flintstones and it used to have like you know the old like, um, one of the commercials that I really remember to death is the mom who's hiding in the kitchen, like, slaving away, making, pa- making like, treats for the whole family, but she's really just making Rice Krispie treats, which oh, is yeah. the easiest thing to do. Oh, yeah. It's like so she's getting away with something, She's sitting, you know? like, reading a book, smoking a cigarette, drinking wine, whatever. Like, yeah. you know, provi- like, showing that she's just fully relaxed, and then realizes that she needs to now serve treats to her family so she takes the rice krispies out and then throws flour on her face and shakes her <laughs> hair out to make herself look crazy That's and so like 90s. unbuttons a button and then comes out like oh i made these for 80s, you 90s, yeah yeah okay question mm-hmm. do you like a store-bought rice krispie treat better or a homemade rice krispie i treat exclusively better? like rice krispie treat brand rice krispie treats from the store Homemade they taste ones, very different. Mm-hmm. There's so much sugar. You ever had like a ones? one like from like a fucking like bakery, oh, like yeah. an artisanal? And rice you think krispie. it's gonna it, take like tastes like the candy? Yeah, one, it tastes terrible. Not, yeah, <laughs> it's like it tastes like rice krispie treat cereal, like rice krispies yeah. and marshmallows, which are two gross things. You don't? I don't know. I don't want to eat that. That's so funny. It needs whatever. Just curious. Like, they put like a sugar glaze on them or something like that, right? Like to make them even more delicious. Do they keep that Cadbury egg commercial still? That old nineties one. The one where it's like a yeah. 
I think that's the same, and they still do that one. Elizabeth Taylor. Remember the? <laughs> they do not <laughs> air the red door, or yeah, they don't. Or white diamond. White diamond. Yeah, that's Elizabeth Arden. <laughs> Elizabeth Arden. Um, they still do that. That like the jingle bells. We wish you merry Christmas with the Coke. With the re- no, with the Hershey kisses. Oh, the kisses. Where like they yeah, play yeah, the yeah. bells or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then. We'll go, <laughs> oh boy. Christmas. The hash truck's back and it's better than ever for Christmas this year. The hash truck's here. It's wild that they still make hash trucks, too. Like, Hess doesn't even exist as a brand. Jesus. Uh, Aunt Linda, who just stayed with us a couple weeks ago, buys the kids. Like, I didn't know there's, like, mid-season hash trucks and Christmas hash trucks. My dad used to collect both? the mid-season ones. The mid-seasons are a miniature. <laughs> Your dad loves right? a B-side. Like... <laughs> He's like, okay, this B-side version. Uh-huh. He used to collect those because they were like, they would make these miniatures of like, for 2000, they have the miniature of the 1970 whatever. Like, it was like a weird, yeah. He used to collect those. Yes, it is miniatures. I think there was like a mini helicopter or something. Uh-huh. Like, but it's just plastic junk. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Mm-hmm. And the kids don't even care. They're just like, yeah, we want to get it Oh, still. good. Okay, but it's good. like, they don't care about it. They don't play with it. Mm-hmm. They just like the... Th- Getting a thing. It takes up too much space. Our house is too small. I say no more of that shit. <laughs> no more. The talk spot. Mm. Kermit tell, talks to Kay about her problems with the man. Fozzie should have the done the talk spot because she's a vaudevillian actor. Mm-hmm. Well, this is furthering the plot of the episode. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I got all, I just got all like. I agree um, with you, but I do also appreciate that they're furthering a plot thread. Yes, and and this is funny, where she's like, I know how to talk to a musician. Yeah, so she calls for Animal to discuss the problem with him. Animal tells her what's wrong, and she translates to Kermit. Animal feels a deep-seated hostility in what he interprets as a demeaning situation. Both she and find the theme song catchy. Animal bites Kay <laughs> for this outrage. Kay stops him, convincing Animal that he should instead discuss the matter with Kermit. A rather violent discussion follows. Did you see Kerm- uh, Animal's, like, um, like bear-exposed neck when he attacks Kermit? I don't remember, There's I know. this weird scene where, like, a white arm is uh. seen, like, holding his head. Like, it's, it was very, very weird. Was it frightening? Yes. Oh my god, I did see that Kermit got destroyed, though. I was folding laundry on, and I was watching it on a phone. That's totally brilliant. <laughs> he looks more like that natural Brazilian frog like that. Oh my god, Remember I'll that? never forget that frog. That was <laughs> I'll the weirdest never video I've ever forget seen. it. So wait, speaking of never forgetting something, mm-hmm. Batman 89 has a comic book now? Yeah, they're making a comic out of the Tim Burton era Batman. And Michael Keaton's going to be on a new Batman coming out. Am yeah. I correct, by that? Yes. So there's like an 80s hype going on right now. Yes. But Do you people feel are wearing old? bell-bottom jeans, though? I think it's a... It's a, like a re- weird mix of things It is right a weird now. mix of things. Because my niece the other day, um, I had said in the car just yesterday, I was driving my niece home, and I said to my wife, I said, Liz, I need to get a haircut. And my niece, Tori, said, what you should do is part your hair down the middle. You should let me cut your hair. And to that, I said, Tori, please look at a picture of me when I was in the sixth grade. Yeah. <laughs> I have that exact haircut that you are thinking nostalgically would look good on me right now. Um, ben is like, oh, 
you know, I want my hair parted down the middle because it's a 1910 style. I'm like, okay. <laughs> He's like, it's not because it's in right now because of the 90s or the early aughts. It's in because. He would him, look good the, in one of those stupid, like. Pork pie. The haircuts like that. It's like the mushroom, but not a mushroom. It's like a tighter mushroom cut uh-huh. from the 90s. You remember those? Mm-hmm. I'm picturing shirts. one of the kids from Home Improvement. Yes. Literally what I'm thinking uh-huh. of. The older annoying Yeah, guy, the think, old right? one. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. so there's JTT and then there's Theodore because I always imagine them as like sort of like Alvin, Simon, Theodore, except for the bad kid is the Shit. older one. Yeah, they are kind of like the, the chipmunks. Yeah. Where are the chipmunks? So the one that we're saying is the oldest one is like. The taller one. And right? he has like that haircut and he's yeah. kind of, or does he not have that haircut? I think he had that haircut. Because now I'm reminding, I'm thinking of him as, I don't think he did. I think he was like a bleh, like Joey a, Lawrence haircut. Joey Lawrence haircut. Now I have to look up the show Home Improvement. Is his name Jesse? Now I'm they all have him. three names. Home Improvement. What is, what is the one to this song? Um, There's... JTT up front. Mm-hmm. Yes, this haircut with the, he has also has highlights. I bet you his name is like Jeffrey or something like that. Jeffrey. And then this kid, the younger one, has it too. But it's like a yeah. little Theodore. Yeah, that's and the then, one that I had. I had that hair. You know, JTT has cool highlighted yeah. hair. He's like, hey, look, I got to be on Tiger Beat. I got to have a cool haircut. I can't. He's got the beat. Oh yeah, this is the haircut I'm remembering. With the bang in the front. Oh, but that's got a mullet piece to it in the back there. That's when they first started. And JTT's got the hat. Spoiler alert, young girls. He's gay. Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Yeah. Is he? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're going back in time? What's the last movie he was in? I don't know. I remember he showed up in an episode of Veronica Mars like the week after mm. that other brother from the show showed up in an episode of Veronica Mars. Oh, wow. That's weird. Was it on the same channel? Home Improvement? No, no. I thought you were asking me if both episodes of Veronica Mars no. were on the same channel. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> well, sometimes uh, I'm like, you have apart. to watch it on like USA and Channel 11. <laughs> but it was so weird because Jonathan Taylor Thomas, this is a spoiler for his episode of Veronica Mars. He played, like, a 21 Jump Street type character. He played a, guy, a a man who was a police officer who was infiltrating the school because he was worried about a uh, suicidal teen potentially enacting some sort of a bomb attack on the school. So he, like, in, like, a kind of Columbine-y type storyline, he, like, dressed as, like, a goth punk kid and, like, he hated everything. And he, like, palled around with this other kid who they were worried was going to Kill himself. Kill himself or harm others. And uh, then it turned out he was in his 30s and he was a cop who just looked like a kid, you know? But has he never been kissed? Probably. (laughs) Oh, that's like the plot of Never Been Kissed. Well, she's writing an article. And Gary Marshall. I I immediately started talking out of the side of my mouth like Drew (laughs) Drew Barrymore when you started talking about that Doug, you do a really good impression of Drew Barrymore. I wish I could nail the voice because I definitely have the face down. You definitely (laughs) do. I can't take it. You fucking do. If you would only allow me to picture... I even looked up, like, while I was doing it, yes. and it's just like, sure, I'm on the Santa Clarita diet. I eat people. Ew, I hate that show. It makes me disgusted and throw up. I was like, wow, maybe it really is the pocket. Where are we? Wait, I'm not done talking about never been kissed. 
Gary Marshall reprises his entire role oh. from A League of Their Own in The Bleachers and Never okay. Been Kissed. Can I set this up also? Because you stopped me in the middle of the wedding to tell me this. I don't remember <laughs> what we were doing, but you we were, were like, dancing. listen, I need you. <laughs> <laughs> we were dancing. And then I remembered, and I was like. And you walked up to me, and you're like, Doug, Doug, Doug. And I'm like, what? What's up? And you're like, Gary Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> He played a man selling popcorn and peanuts no, in a league of selling, their own. No, he wasn't selling. He was just, like, going to get it. <laughs> okay, he was just going to, to no, get just, it? What, ha- what happened was he just got it. He's going to his seat, and he's like, peanuts, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, anybody? He's asking his friends or whatever. And he's, mm-hmm. like, so happy to, like, be at the game. And he does that in so, Never Been Kissed when he is finding his seat on the bleachers. Um, Watch them back-to-back, those scenes. Make that as a little note for yourself. I will, I will, because I have one for you, too. In A League of Their Own, did you know that the one woman who has, like, the um, the kid? Remember, there's the one woman, oh, she has, like, Oh, my God, they a, bring that little, who's Brucey, basically. Yes. Yeah. Did you know that she was Sharona from Monk? Really? Yes. Oh, my God. Mr. Monk's, like, handler in the early seasons. Yes. Yeah, that's Sharona. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how I ended up, like, stumbling upon that the other day. But I was like, oh, what up? Like, you know, I was really surprised. I love it. Speaking of haircuts. Uh, No, Doug, you should let me cut your hair. I promise to not cut it like a dyke. But I'm getting my hair. I'm getting like really good. I cut Ben's hair too. I would let you do it because I cut like, it with I a buzzer, know. but I don't like shave it down. I just like I trust me. Shape it up. I shape it up. I hit a point where I'm like, it's just hair. I don't care. Yeah. So if you don't care, you should let me do it because I enjoy it. You can do it. Thank you. Liz won't be mad at me for doing it, right? No, okay, she won't care. She doesn't like. It's not like a thing for her that she no. likes to cut your hair. Okay, no. cool. A barber takes to cutting the out-of-control hair of a former rocker. The rocker wants everything on him cut short. When the barber sees, th- <laughs> when the barber is all through, he accidentally sneezes, blowing the minuscule creature that was hidden under all the hair away. Oh, see, I under the way that I saw this because I was probably doing something while I was watching the episode, but um, <laughs> is that he cut all his hair away and then he was gone. And it reminded me of the girl with the green ribbon where she finally takes the ribbon off of her and neck her, and her head falls, and her off. falls off. And I thought that would have been a better sort of story that he gives the thing such a haircut that there's just no him anymore. He's gone. Like, he's a creature of hair. Yeah, he's he was like this little nothing in his yeah. hand at one point instead. And I like, the, I like the use of, like, cutting to and from Statler and Waldorf interjecting oh, yeah. on this sketch to then come back and see how much hair is gone, how whatever, you know. I, I did really like that a lot, actually. It was we dynamic. Go backstage again, Floyd tells Kermit that the band has agreed not to leave if Done, Floyd man. is permitted to write the new theme song. But Floyd is certain that Kermit will hate his music. He won't understand it because Floyd doesn't even understand it. Floyd tells Kermit that if he wasn't sure he was a genius, he wouldn't even listen to the trash he writes. I really liked that. I liked it, too. I like Floyd standing up for himself and taking a um, a real interest in the show. <laughs> like that, too. Like, that he's, like, too creative to put his stamp on, like... Yeah. What he deems to be kind of, like, shitty music. I thought that was kind of funny. I did like it. I liked that the band kind of, like, stuck behind him, too. And mm-hmm. doc- I even, like, when they performed his song and Dr. Teeth's, like, in the background. <laughs> he has a... Just a smile uh-huh. and stuff, which is great. 
So then we go to the Venda machine. The Venda Face. Oh, Venda Face. Venda Face. I can't believe they brought this back. I was actually Neither could surprised. I. Yeah, the Vendaface machine turns a hideous woman into a beautiful woman. I'm saying all this in air quotes, okay? Then gives another woman a hideous woman's features. Yeah. I liked this because these were those, like, lick and stick monsters where they kind of obviously just have Velcro whatevers you can put all over them. I love that. This was really funny. Very fun. But, like, what was coming out of that thing's nose? Did you remember that, like... This, like... It was really weird. Oh, there's a picture of it? Oh, yeah. I think it was a matter of, like... That machine, you probably can't see what you're doing, so they have to kind of guess like yeah. when they put the things on, and that's probably what added to making it look so bad, was that the face pieces were just kind of blindly yeah. put where they should go, roundabout. Although <clears> I do <throat> think the original one had that weirdo nose, too. Mm-hmm. I think he just, yeah. I, don't I know, think it, it like took weird. off the pieces, made that, it made the first one almost look like the second one, and then the second one looked like how the first oh, one definitely. looked. So next, the bl- the band plays Their Fugue for Frog. Kermit loves the title, but hates the rest. He describes it as the worst. <laughs> and then asks how they plan to play for Kay Ballard with all their instruments backstage. Floyd answers, like always, loudly. Uh-huh. So I have the, um, the, the quote-unquote new theme song queued up, if you'll allow. I will allow it. Called Fugue for Frog. See? I already love that part. Good, because you'll hate the rest. Hit it! Dr. Keith looks so funny in this one today. That Kermit is like he gives people a chance, but he's also like, "All right, I'm done." Yeah, I've, I, yeah, I've, I've, I've given you the moment to yeah. try to impress me. This isn't working. Please do what you've always been doing. Let's mm-hmm. continue. And I won't put up with it anymore. So you yeah. want to go? Go ahead. I'm not. Yeah, like, like literally, I've. What is that? I'm like, I want to say like appeased you yeah. or whatever. But also, like, you're just like you're not. It's not worth even going into anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he has good boundaries. Except with Piggy. Except with Piggy. So then the band rush on stage anyway to join Kay Ballard for One Note Samba. Kay and Miss Piggy battle to upstage each other throughout the song. I loved this. I, I thought this it. was so silly. This was silly. When they've gone from like huge woodwind to huge woodwind and then Miss Piggy comes out with a kazoo. Mm-hmm. Like she's still oh, ready yeah. to go. Like, Oh yeah. This is but very like, stupid. Was Kay really playing those woodwinds? I'd like to hope so because of um, like having seen... Um, oh my God, F- Cloris Leachman was it? Cl- no, it wasn't Cloris Leachman. We haven't gotten her episode yet, have we? Yeah. Wait, no, we haven't gotten it. Phyllis no, Diller. Phyllis Diller. Phyllis Diller playing that little saxophone. Oh yeah, yeah, right? yeah like, that was fun. Um, do you think Miss Piggy Google's things like how to get ripped and like lose weight quickly? Or... Yeah, yeah. No, I think she is. I think she's like a fad. Um, Dieter. Yeah, she's yeah. definitely done keto. Yeah. She's definitely tried to go paleo. <laughs> she's definitely... I feel like I'm Miss Piggy. She was like an Adkins person for a while, if you remember Adkins. And then she did... She's done them all. Yeah, she's done them all. She's done them all. She's... It would be really... Oh my god. Like, Weight Watchers kind of disappeared again, right? Like, 
I feel though that Weight Watchers is kind of timeless. This uh-huh. is just like like I feel like I know people who have been on Weight Watchers like several different decades throughout their lives. Why haven't they put a fictional character on Weight Watchers yet? They probably have, but it is like maybe they don't want their name out there and they can't use Weight Watchers. They have to use mm-hmm. fake Weight Watchers. Because like which is I fine, think right? you know how like um I don't know, I'm trying to think of someone who is a Weight Watchers ambassador. Like, wasn't uh, Oprah for a little while a Weight Watchers ambassador? Oprah was Weight Watchers, yeah. And then, like, I think, I want to say, like, Shaquille O'Neal or someone like that. It was Jared from Subway, right? No, Jared from Subway, strictly the Subway diet. But yeah, I think it, what if Miss Piggy became a a, a Weight Watchers ambassador? Okay. I think that would be controversial. You think so? That would be like Lizzo becoming a Weight Watchers. uh... Well, Weight Watchers isn't always just about, it's about, like, kind of eating healthy and portion control more than right Mm. yeah it is but i think like what it represents is like a body Mm -hmm. just like i mean some people obviously need to lose weight for their health yeah and for certain reasons but you know some people are overweight and they lose it to lose weight Mm -hmm. and i think that to you can't see a world where Disney owning the Muppets then makes a deal with Weight Watchers to have Miss Piggy be on Weight Watchers. Oh, no, 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 no. I can I see a world. I think it could happen. But I think that's like a PG-13 oh, I world, think it's not terrible, a family-friendly sure. world. Yeah. yeah, like especially because right now the Muppets are a entity known primarily to kids through the Muppet Babies television show because they don't have any make your dreams come true. mainline Muppets going on. You know, Are like you mainlining Muppets. I mainline the Muppets every week, <laughs> but you know, like my young nieces, sh- they only know the Muppet Babies. You know what I mean? Like they oh, don't with Gonzo in his gown. Like yes, with Gonzo in his gown and their gown. Um, I'm sorry, Gonzarella. Because I have like a Kermit doll in my house, and my niece was like Kermit, and I was like, how the hell does she know who Kermit is? You know, like because they don't watch those movies, but because she was watching Muppet Babies for like a long mm-hmm. time, the new one. Yeah. I don't know why, but you know what this, you telling me that story reminded me of is the early internet and like, I guess Napster was the first download songs Mm -hmm. one. And, um, did you hear that like stoner version of like the mop, like Kermit the Frog, like Kramit? Yes. Yeah. 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 Why was it Kramit? And, and it was Big Bird, right? I don't know, Kramit. Oh yeah, It was Big Bird and Kermit. Why do we all know this? And then I remember, like, my brother and his friends, like, laughing at the sound of the bong rip. And I, what I just realized sitting here now is, like, when I was a kid, I, I thought that that, I was supposed to think that that was funny, but, like, I didn't. And I still don't think the sound of a bong rip is funny. Like, there's nothing funny to me about, like, hearing that and being like, oh, my God, they smoked. But, like, I guess when you're, like, 13 or 14. Did you look it up? Can you please I may play have it? it? Please play it. Yes! This, this is, is it! Send to me a street. This is already not funny. I'd like to tell you what today's letter is, but I am really f***ed up. Hey, hey, Big Bird, do you know what today's letter is? Sure, Kermit. Today's letter is... Joint. Uh, Big Bird, 
Joint is not a letter. It is a word. Sorry, kids. Today's letter is three. This is like the least funny thing I've... He's a number. Exactly. Oh, no. Keep playing it. Which is how many... It's only got a minute left. ...smoke today. Kermit, are you with me? Thank God I'm stoned. Me too. Guys, <laughs> nice, guys, nice. show go on. Come on. Yeah, thank you, Elmo. Um, how about we say our ABC bird? This is so okay. stupid. Like, A -B -C why does he call? When does he call him Kramer? Get to Kramer. This is not fun. Who puts this out for 13-year-old children? But, like... I forgot what we were doing, Kramit. There it... Did you just call me Kramit? Yes, I did. Kramit the Frontier. <laughs> this is the dumbest thing. This is what we grew up with. Why? I don't know why we both know it, though. Like Because we're so... in. Like, think about how impressionable you are when you're, like, 13 years old or 12 years old. You heard this in middle school. But, like, why did we all know it? You know what I mean? Because like, it was, like, very popular. This. Oh, yeah. And it was called Sesame Street on Weed. Because On they, Weed, but, also. Yes, it was. Like, and on Weed. I think because they, like, put the pot, like, highest downloaded thing, they would, like, suggest it to you, maybe? Like, I can't remember, but uh, it was, like, rudimentary, sort of, social media. I guess. It wasn't social, but it, like, gave you the rankings, or, like, it It told you, like, recommended download it. Oh, no, you know what it was? And mm. I don't know why I'm, like, taking so long to get here, but I think it was, like... What was available, and then like how many downloads something had, so you could like see it in the box. You're right. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. You were visualizing yeah. it now because you and like it was another thing where like the I don't know what you call this, like the sort of Napster mm -hmm. was like kind of a nightmare. Mm -hmm. Remember, you would download things, and sometimes would they be, would be from the wrong band. Or, or, like, do you know how many songs I had downloaded from, like... I did not have sexual relations. Oh, my or like, God. Can you find that? <laughs> Is that LimeWire, though, I think? Because <laughs> there were different things that were on these different platforms. I had so many songs that... <laughs> and we would download it, and then we would check it and be like, damn it! Oh, my fellow Americans. I would once again like to say that I did not have sexual relations with that woman. I did, however, go to ifreeclub.com, where they <laughs> offer hundreds of free products, computers, notebooks and accessories, television, this is a scam, by the way. audio and video, fashion and cosmetics, housewares, and much more. Visit them today. And this is like, so... We would download on Napster, like, it would, or on LimeWire, and it would say that, like, oh... Whatever band you like's new album leaked, and then you download it, and every track is this instead of yeah. being an actual song. Mm -hmm. My fellow Americans. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, those <sighs> days. I remember like hearing random songs from the radio when I was like awake too late at night, and I'd be listening to KTU when it's just like a DJ dance party. Uh -huh. And like they never, I don't know if they do stuff like that now on the radio, but they used to like 
you know, you don't, there's no commercials, you know. It's like when you listen to the Saturday Night Safety Dance on Wave. Exactly. It's a big mix. 100. And like looking frantically Uh with like the lyrics online and then like trying to look for it. Like, do you know the other day I've had, this is, we've gotten totally off track at this point. Last night and for a few days I've had um, a lyric stuck in my head that is simply, you're playing yourself. Do you remember Tell that song? Tell me you just Googled that. Yep. <laughs> um, and I found it, of course, <laughs> because it's that, I'm trying to find it again, but Apple Music is literally terrible. Yeah, it is, but I, I haven't gotten rid of it yet. It's Jeru the Dimaja. Yeah. Do you remember Wait, the song? Play it, play it. So like 1996, my bus driver used to exclusively listen to uh, Kiss FM in the morning. Does that station still exist? There you It was literally like so stuck in my head that if I did not listen to it, I was gonna like just have it in my head for the rest of the week. You know, like that you kind of to. thing. And it's so funny, you only had that one lyric. Mm-hmm. I wish songs were easy enough, like easier back then when we were kids to look up. Like the other, like not the other day, but like I don't know, like a couple months ago, I was at a light in Edison and I hear this. And you could just hear the bass from the outside. Uh-huh. And I was like, all right. And I started dancing to the song. And I just put Shazam on. And it came up and on the Apple find, Music. Yeah. And, I, and like, I was like a car over from this person. Uh-huh. Like Shazamming out the window. And then Shazam tells your Apple Music, this is the song. And yeah. then suggests that you could now find that song <laughs> instantly. Versus like trying to find a string of words that make a full sentence for you to eventually Google when you remember. But it's amazing how many songs there are out there that have the same lyrics. Mm-hmm. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> I just Googled, you're playing yourself, lyrics. And thank God, you're playing yourself is the name of the song. Hilarious. Anyway, so, are we done with the episode even? At closing, Floyd and the band come on stage wanting Kay to sign a petition regarding the theme song. Kay also tells Kermit that she loves all the Muppets, with the possible exception of Miss Piggy, <gasps> who she believes is very hoggy with wor- oh, the, the episode words. Oh, the episode started as a, with a pig joke, too. Do you remember? We didn't talk about that. Yes. Okay, so the pig joke that started the episode was during the, like, Fozzie bit. Fozzie tells a joke about a very fat pig. Miss Piggy shows up to teach him a lesson. Yeah. Miss Piggy was violent about in this that. episode. Yeah. So, Piggy then, of course, karate chops Kay. And a big fight ensues. The best part about this was the commitment to the bit of the band was leaving the show, so Rolf plays the theme song alone yeah. to outro the episode. I loved that. that I really, really love that. Really and then Rolf, at, the, at, at completing the song, he says, You must admit, Nigel, this does sound a little square. <laughs> and there was no Statler and Waldorf. That was it. Yeah, instead yeah. it was just Rolf doing a little bit. I liked that. Yeah. I mean, this episode was a really solid episode, but there was nothing that, like, blew me away. No. But it was a good episode. It was, like, yeah, just a well... It they it was a good... It was a well-put-together episode. Mm-hmm. You know? Even the UK spot wasn't too, too bad. I can't believe your drink is called Flow. 
You've never had flow water? What is it? It's alkaline spring water. This one has cucumber and mint in it. Ooh, no. Where do you go? This is from Whole Foods. Oh, nice. I need to go there. <laughs> On the way home today, uh, I said to Liz, we should stop and get, we just wanted sweet potato fries to make dinner. And I was like, we could stop at Walmart on the way home. And she goes, mm. or we could stop at Whole Foods. And I was like, that is the opposite of stopping at Walmart. Yeah, it is. Like, Lost paycheck. Lost wages. All right, so next week's episode is episode 124, Megan. We fucking did it. Wait, we... The season finale of season We've recorded 24 one. of these plus Patreon episodes. Yeah, man. We have made it. So Yay. next week's episode... Moment chance. Miss Piggy is repulsed when Gonzo tells her that he loves her. You're right, we did talk about this. Yes, already. we did. Miss Piggy is repulsed when Gonzo tells her that he loves her. Kermit tries to help by asking Piggy if she would like to go out to dinner. <laughs> I hate this. And when she accepts, he fixes her up with Gonzo. I hate Everybody gets karate this. chopped. I hope this that is That sucks. I hope this is better than it sounds. What? I saw a spoiler. Oh my god, don't tell me. I saw a spoiler. Do you want a spoilies for me? I do want to tell you. Okay, tell me. There's a Wayne and Wanda next week. Yes, there is. I knew it because I asked you. Wayne and Wanda. I said, is there a Wayne and Wanda? You don't Mm -hmm. even remember last week. I don't remember at all. It's been a long, long week for me, so. But a fun one. But a fun one. But a fun one. No doubt, no doubt. And where are Kelly and Bobby now? Cancun. Ooh. Bermuda, Bahama. The season two premiere is a fucking winner, too, dude. Oh, tell us what it is, Don Doug. Is oh my our god! Opener. Okay. So, funny story: the Lisa and the boys have been getting like making me watch all the Herbie movies. Okay. And Don Knotts is in, I think, uh, Herbie goes to Monte Carlo, like a third one. Uh-huh. <laughs> I remember watching the one from the nineties. There's like with a, uh, the Lo- Lindsay not Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. Oh. There was one just before her. Oh, really? In the nineties, yeah. Really? I don't know if it was Herbie Goes Bananas, or yeah, there was a Herbie movie. It was like um, it was the only one where he wasn't of a, a bug. I think he was a sports car in Wait, the nineties. Herbie was not a bug at one time. Yeah. Because, like, the deal with the but Lindsay Herbie Lohan is one the is love bug. It, it's that Herbie's, like, the new bug, right? Because they had released the new... You had one. Uh, they yes, released I the did. new Beetle. So that was the big deal. They should release one. them again, actually. They should. There's a new Beetle again. What? There's a new one. There is? Yeah, it's even better looking. Really? Yeah, it's, I like, didn't it's see the it. perfect hybrid of, like, the old new one and the old one. They look really cool. Oh, my God. I have to look it up. Yeah, I'll show you. Oh my god, maybe Lisa will get a beetle for I don't know when her. they started making them. I actually like wish I appreciated my beetle more, but I liked it, but it, I was like embarrassed by it because I wanted a cool car. But yeah, Megan, I, I drove a, a fucking PT Cruiser for quite some time. Yeah. <laughs> I know the hardships of having one of these dumb cars that like, look mm-hmm. at it. It's like less domey. That's nice. Yeah, versus like, you know, this was... Like an arch with two arches. That was very to it. like the Apple computer. The yeah. motorcycle that I bought is is kind of like they compare it to that Apple computer. Like they only made it for a little while. Like nobody like people like loved it, and then like most people hated it. <laughs> yeah, the iMac. Yeah, that exactly, one. Yeah. The like the colored. Mm-hmm. See through. Exactly. All right, Megan. All right. We're well, all right. Yeah, We're you can right. follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at ittwtm. Next week's Mom and Chance. I'm excited. Next week's Mom and Chance and the season finale. Good. So watch up and join us next week. Did you say wash up? Watch up. Oh, watch up. Wash up too.
Yeah, you smell. And it's time to watch the Muppets. Thanks for the gumball, Mickey.